my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of prophecy. G'day friends out there. It's uh, Will here, pastor of the Paravis Angola Churches in South Australia. We're coming to you live from our studio here in Adelaide. We want to thank you for joining our live show today. We apologize. We've just had a few technical difficulties and uh but we're back on live and we just want to thank you for your patience. And if you're tuning in today, whichever part of the country you are, we want to thank you for um for tuning in today. Hey, we have a brand new uh, theme that we're going to introduce today and the rest of our team are going to unpack different aspects of the theme. But before I introduce the theme, I want to introduce my co-host in the hot seat with me in the studio is none other than Pastor Marty Thompson. G'day, Marty. Hey, Will. Good to be here. Hey, we, yeah, these technical issues, it makes me wonder that this, this subject is just so important. Yeah. That, um, that perhaps, um, there's someone who doesn't want people to hear it today. Yep. But, uh, but God is good and we're on the air and we're able to share, which is exciting. Amen. Amen to that, Marty. And so, um, with that in mind, the reason why Marty has said those comments because today the theme that our team will be looking at, not only today, but the rest of the week is, how compatible is Christianity with Halloween? How compatible is Christianity with Halloween? And as you've seen, um, you know, it's encroaching upon our culture in Australia. You know, you go into shops now and it's all, you know, just covered with all this paraphernalia. Um, even my daughter, Marty, you know, mm. walking into Big W the other day and she absolutely is scared of it. Mm. You know, all the skeletons and the goblins and all this stuff. She actually covers her eyes as, mm-hmm. as we walk past the entrance, you know, at our local shopping center. And, you know, if, if kids as young as three, four are having these, you know, these reactions, you know, you know, what does that say about what it stands for and, you know, in general? So, hey, we're going to be looking at that today and the rest of this week. But Marty, the question that you and I are actually going to tackle on our program today is, does Halloween have a biblical origin? Um, so we want to really unpack that today and, and for our listeners out there, we want to kind of dive into scripture. Hey, does the Bible, does Halloween have any scriptural credence when it comes to celebrating it and the things that it stands for? And so, um, Marty, we, I would like you to dive in considering the time that we, um, we have because we're just a few minutes, um, into it because we had some technical difficulties. But hey, Marty, just before you dive in, can I just quickly just promote the book offer before we jump in? We normally have a World Watch segment. We don't have time for that one today, unfortunately. But hey, the book offer that we want to give you is perhaps the most important gift that we could give anyone that is listening on our show today. And that is actually God's word, which is the Bible. And so for you, our loyal listeners out there in Radio Land, hey, we want to give you the opportunity to receive a free gift from us to you here from Drive Time. And it is a New King James Version gift Bible with Finley Helps. And and Mark Finley is a, a passionate follower of Jesus. He preaches the word of God and he's Bible-based and he always uplifts Jesus Christ. And he has some tremendous resources in the back of this Bible. Hey, if you were to go in a store and get this Bible, you'd be looking at about 20 bucks um, just for one copy. But hey, if you're listening to our show today, we want to give it to you free of charge. All you need to do is you need to text the code into to the studio, uh, to our number here, actually. The code is SA141, SA141, and you need to text that code here to our number, 4 888 
and our friendly bot will get in touch with you and we'll get that book out to you as soon as we can. And so, hey, if you don't have a Bible or if you've got a Bible and you want to give it to a friend of yours, maybe you're studying the Bible somewhere, maybe you have a friend that's asking questions, hey, why don't you text in for them? And uh, receive the Bible and uh, for yourself, or you can use it and share with your friends as well. So we'll promote that one more time towards the end of our show today, and that is the Bible. So once again, for the free Bible, SA141 is the code, and you need to text that to 4 So Marty, <laughs> you know, we were on, on the phone to our good friends over in Melbourne, Victoria, Michael and Robbie kind of helping yeah. us get on there. So we want to thank you to our awesome team. You know, you, you give them a call when you're a few minutes out from going live and they do a fabulous job in helping us get on there because at the end of the day, we want to get the message out to as many people as we can and uh, we want to help people to in their journey of faith and uh, we hope that um, you are blessed as you tune in, uh, not only to our program, but Faith FM as a ministry. Um, we have a ton of content on faithfm.com.au. And if you're seriously keen, you can even download the Faith FM app as well. So, Marty, with all that aside, as you said at the outset of our show, and I think it was very relevant what you said, we're looking at a topic that is somewhat um, a cultural theme. I wouldn't call it a phenomenon, but... It's something that is kind of more and more getting into the fabric of our culture, particularly in Australia in the last number of years. So here's the question, Marty. I want you to kind of dive right in and just go ahead and share with our listeners today. The theme is how compatible is Christianity with Halloween, but but talk to us and talk to our listeners. Um, Is there, does Halloween... Um, have a biblical origin? Yeah, Will, it's a great question. Does What are the origins of Halloween? And as you were saying, it's become this this huge thing that's just yeah. engulfed um, our, our cultures and you can't walk into a shopping center without having skulls and skeletons yeah. staring back at you. And yeah, our kids have the exact same reaction as your kids. And, yep. and, and you just get the sense that is this just harmless fun? Like, is it just something that's a good time, you know, kids having fun dressing yeah. up and getting candy? Or is there something more dark and sinister going on here? Yeah. What I think it is interesting, the fact that um, it is growing in popularity is, is a very interesting trend that in 2023, um, it's estimated that in the United States... Yeah, it's expected that they'll spend an all-time high of twelve point two billion US dollars for the Halloween wow. season. Can that's you imagine that billion dollars? That's a lot of money. Twelve point two billion dollars for the Halloween Halloween season. Wow. You know, at a time where there are there is conflict. You know, in our world, and this is causing issues in rising fuel prices and the cost of living is going up. It's crazy to me yeah. that people can be spending this kind of money yeah. for something like Halloween. Sure. 3.6 billion on costumes, 3.1 wow. billion on candy, 3.4 billion on decorations. 0.6 billion on decorating cards. This is a previous year of the ex- actual expenditure. And um, it's wow. estimated that it, this is impacting Australia as well. Uh-huh. More than 5.3 million Australians, it's estimated, will celebrate Halloween this year and will spend a forecast 40, $490 million 
dollars here in Australia. Now that's up sixty million from last year. Wow! So, and that that actually equates to about a hundred dollars per person who will be celebrating Halloween this year. Wow! In Australia, so the cost of living is going up. Um, house prices <laughs> keep going up, and yet people can spend this kind of money on Halloween. Uh-huh. That just baffles me. So you know. Let's look at the origins. So the origins of Halloween actually extend all the way back to a group of Druid priests of the Celtic tribes that occupied Northern and Western Europe. This dates back to several centuries before Christ. And this began each year, this celebration, it began each year on the October 31, and it was called the Festival of Samhain, the Lord of Death. Wow. Now, now this okay. ancient, yeah, it's it's <laughs> that's the origin. Now, this ancient festival was a three day create was took over th- three days to to celebrate, and um, Samhain actually translated into modern Irish means summer's end. So this this okay. festival literally signaled the conclusion of summer and the beginning of the new season. Wow. Now, as part of their worship of Samhain. Uh, the Druid priests built huge bonfires on which both animals and also human sacrifices were offered. Wow. This barbaric practice continued openly for hundreds of years until Rome conquered Britain and actually outlawed it. Now, throughout the centuries, Samhain continued in various forms until around the year 609 AD when Pope Boniface the the Fourth declared a new celebration in its place. So initially, Pope Boniface the Fourth created All Saints Day, or you could say All Hallows Day. Halloween actually means hallowed yeah. evening. That's that's the actual meaning right. of the word. Um, and this was initially going to be celebrated before summer. And um, All Saints Day then focused on celebrating martyrs and saints who would sacrifice their life for the Christian faith. So you can see, kind of yeah. what has cleverly. You know, attempted to take place here is the Roman Church attempted to substitute this pagan festival for a more kind of Christianized version. Yeah, correct. And you just wonder, don't you, whether that's actually a good idea? Yeah. Um, well, the years passed and Rome continued to conquer new territory, increased its power. The people of each conquered nation were not only forced to become Roman citizens, but also to become members of the Roman Church. And so, but as you can imagine, forcing people to become members of a church, they're probably not going to have much change at a heart level. And so, what ended up happening is they actually still brought in their cherished pagan traditions into the church. Now, that's fascinating, isn't it? And so, since the Roman church was unable to get people to abandon their heathen festivals, it decided to try and sanctify them instead. And, and... So this Druid right. celebration in honor of the Lord of Death becomes All Saints Day, and um, this was a day to celebrate the saints who had died. And so, but in practice, in reality, it actually still remained a pagan celebration of the Day of the Dead. I mean, with, with pagans now, you know, in the church, but their hearts are not changed. Yeah. They're still celebrating the same same thing on the same day yep. and there's really been no significant change. Okay. And and well I want to just throw this one back to you, you know, when when you know, when we look at this history of I suppose 
paganism merging here with Christianity and the church attempting to, I suppose, sanctify a a pagan festival. You know, how does that kind of make you feel when you think about the church doing that? You know, is that really an effective way to spread the gospel? Yeah. I think on the outward exterior, it seems like a good idea, but but – Looking back at history, you realize that it was really opening the door for, um, so f- for more of this, I guess, compromise and, mm. and more of a dilution of, of biblical truth. So, like, I, I think it's the same kind of thing with Christmas and Easter and some of these other, um, cultural holidays that we kind of, you know, the nation and the country and the world actually takes for granted as something, you know, something somewhat innocent or there's some type of, you know, Christian leaning toward it, but truth of the matter is a lot of these holidays and festival it's it's built on profit, it's built on and a lot of it is built on really nothing really to do with authentic biblical Christianity. And um so I'm thinking of some of those historical um you know events that's happened, you know, in the early fourth century. I am thinking of Constantine when he Christianized um made it a law to, you know, to worship on Sunday. You know, I think it was in the mid fourth century we and I think from the history that I've read, it was more of an appeal to to worship the de- worship Jesus, but in actually the roots of it was worshiping the the sun, the yeah. sun. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting, Marty, that a lot of things that we have in our culture today really stems from some pretty deep theological and even spiritual, I guess, basis. Halloween, Christmas, Easter. We think of Easter eggs, but, you know, when you look at the origins of that, it's very pagan. Yeah. So yeah. it's so interesting, isn't it? You know, and just the idea that, yeah. you know, these are, these practices could essentially be forced on people who were, you know, yeah. who were actually forced to become converts on the pain of death potentially. And that in and of itself is, is not a good recipe for yep. a pure religion. Yep. Whenever you've got force involved, whenever you're trying to blend, you know, I suppose something that really has its origins with, with Satan and try and blend that with, yeah. with, um, God, you know, I think of creation and on the first day, God separated the light from the, from the darkness. There's a, there's a spiritual lesson in that. You know, you can't blend the two. Yeah. It, it doesn't end well. And, and even the Bible says that, you know, you can't, uh, what fellowship has light, light with, with darkness, dark. yeah. right? And, um, and so there's, there's some major issues here. And um, of course, I mean Halloween. I, you know, personally, I put it on a bit of a different level to like like Easter and Christmas. I mean, Easter and Christmas certainly, you know, they do have those. You know, the dates of Christmas in particular certainly has a pagan origin, and certainly Easter bunnies and Easter yeah. eggs and all that. That really has nothing to do <laughs> with the crucifixion resurrection of Christ. But it, I, I suppose if you celebrate the crucifixion resurrection of Christ, if you celebrate yeah. the birth of Christ on those days. You know, that's fine, but Halloween's different, isn't it? Yeah. Like, this is another level. Yep. And um, right here, it says, I'm just reading, um, this is actually, most of what my material I'm sharing comes from the Amazing Facts website. Okay. And um, you can, for our listeners, you can go and check this out. If you put in Amazing Facts and, you know, what does the Bible say about Halloween, you'll, you'll come up with... Um, more material than we were able to share online yeah. today on, on radio. But um, 
So, moving on, um, the, the Roman church was essentially unable to get people to abandon their heathen festivals. And, um, and so, it tried to sanctify it. Now, throughout history, Halloween has been thought of as a time when supernatural forces prevail. And this is where wow. I really want our listeners to take note. If you're kind of kind of sitting on the fence about this one and you think, well, you know, it's just harmless fun. Mm. Notice this. Anton Lavi, the author of the Satanic yeah. Bible and high priest of the Church of Satan, wow. says that Satanists consider Halloween the most important day of the year. Wow. He says that on this night, satanic occult and witchcraft power are at their highest potency level, and that any witch or occultist who has been having difficulty with a spell or curse can usually achieve success on October 31st because Satan wow. and his powers are at their best that night. That's crazy. And so here we are, and, and there are many Christians. That's so this, that was quoted by... The, the chief, the high priest of the Satan, Satanist church, if you of want to call Satanist it. the Satanist church. So he's you know, basically saying, like, unapologetically, unapologetically, that, yeah. that that's their high day. This that's is like it. their Christmas almost. Like, that, this is their Easter. This is the one day where all the spirits are let loose. And if you kind of dabble in and, and this is where, wow. That should be a cause of concern, if especially Absolutely. as believers, right? Absolutely, and yeah. and, and for for Christians, that's that should that alone should make us just go. Hold on a second, what is really behind all of this? You know, yeah. dressing up as ghosts and goblins and skeletons, and you know, is this just harmless fun? According to to yeah, the high priest of the Satanic Church. No, no, no. This is this is real. There is yeah. a spiritual dimension. And I think often this is how, you know, the enemy works. This is yeah. how the devil often works. He attempts, he makes something appear innocent, innocent fun, yeah. you know, appeals to the kids, right? It's all about having fun for the kids. And yet there's this, there's an absolutely yeah. sinister scheme happening behind the scenes here. You, you know, for me, Marty, I always, growing up, I mean, because we're almost the same age, I might be a bit older than you, but nice. I remember <laughs> um, Halloween wasn't really... That in the stores and that it seems like in the last don't 10 remember years, it at all. Yeah, I can't remember going in the stores as a kid and seeing all that stuff. And it seems like I don't know, maybe in the last ten years or you know, it, yeah, basically I didn't see that growing up, and now it's just everywhere. So yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So part of me, when when it, we've kind of seeing it influxing on in all of our major you know outlet stores. Part of me was like, oh, well, I never really celebrated it. So, I, I'm, you know, Australians in general didn't really pick up on this for, until recently. So there was one aspect of it. So even if I, you know, take out the theology and the, the, the kind of the, the background, to it, it was just not something I kind of practiced. It wasn't like whereas mm-hmm. Christmas and other things, it's more, you know, that's something I kind of grew up watching Christmas carols and stuff on TV and presents and all that stuff. So that's one aspect. But you know, as informed Christians now, there's a certain sense in which, hey, we have to, you know, Paul says we've got to test the spirits. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got to look at what's behind this thing. You know, I think without getting too political, I remember, um, you know, a couple of years ago when that guy got killed in New York. Um, what's his name? George Floyd, I think his name was. And, uh, you know, this whole... Um, 
movement sprang up, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And I yeah. saw it all over social media and, and it was like, it was very polarizing and it was kind of like, you know, the cops were, there's this deep agenda to get rid of blacks. And anyway, the point I'm making is I remember um, a, a guy that I know and he's studying in ministry now and he was kind of a little bit against the grain because what he was doing was kind of, <laughs> be careful what I say, but he was kind of getting into the background of some of these big movements. Um, yeah. And he was yeah. saying on the outside, this is what they're saying, equality, this, that, all these buzzwords. But he was saying like underneath, this is what they're kind of about. Yeah. And he was kind of going to their official documents. And I think the lesson I'm trying to say here is sometimes there is a picture of yeah. what Halloween is, what sure. whatever it is. But when you go down to the very, like what you're reading now, n- who knows that this Satan guy is saying that? Like 90% of Christians wouldn't know that. For a Satanist, this is their day. So what I'm trying to say is there's it's something that you see on the on the top, you know, like Halloween or Christmas, whatever it is. But then Absolutely. but deep down there is a there is a foundation of of why they you know these things are existing. Absolutely. You know, the, it reminds me of a text actually in Second Corinthians verse uh, chapter eleven. And it's a it's a really important text to 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 see, it says, and no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Right. So that's Second Corinthians eleven verse fourteen. So Christ actually spoke about one of the signs of the yeah. end will be this. You know, he says there's going to be false Christ, false prophets. In other words. He's saying there's going to be, and he says, do not be deceived. There's going to be incredible yeah. amounts of deception abounding in, in the last days. Right. And deception is powerful because people don't, are, are unaware. Yeah. That is why deception is powerful, you know. And I think what, what we're seeing in culture is as we move away from scripture, yeah. People still have a spiritual longing in their heart deep down. People still are fascinated by the supernatural and the paranormal. And so if you put the Bible aside, you're going to end up filling that void with something else. Yeah. And whether it's, you know, whether it's going to a psychic, whether it's going to a medium, sure. whether it's you know, delving into Halloween, all of these things are on the increase. Even though our culture is supposedly becoming more secular, what we're actually seeing is it's actually becoming just more anti-Christian, really. Yeah. So, is it safe to say, before we head to a a song in just a moment, um, there is, from what you're saying, what you're reading here, that we don't really see Halloween as something of a, biblical origin it seems that it's come out of almost it's come out of um yeah paganism it was something that was celebrated in was it a germany or somewhere but you you quoted it was a north north you know up um up north europe yeah celtics yeah. yeah and somehow it got traction within the the medieval church and with catholicism and then they try to incorporate it in time to flip it around a okay it's a time now where we're honoring saints, and even that's another whole conversation that we're not looking at right now. But it seems to me like it started with a very pagan origin. It wasn't biblical. Yeah. That's but somehow exactly right. the medieval church of its day c- tried to use it and f- kind of weave in some biblical um, message or lean. 
kind of like with the Christmas thing. Okay, December 25, we know the origins, and now it's turned into be a celebration of the birth, birthday of Jesus. So it, it's a, a little bit of like similar historical backdrop, if you will. Yeah, it certainly doesn't have a biblical origin, and and um and even though it's called Halloween, you know, hallowed, ha- hallowed, yeah. Um, it certainly doesn't have any biblical origin, like you're saying, Will. It's it's yeah, it's it's based in paganism. Wow. Hey, Marty, we're going to have to go to a break, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. But, um, hey, if you're enjoying our conversation, please hang in there. We're going to go to a music, and we'll be back in a minute. But we'd like to promote our free book offer just one more time in our show today. Hey, uh, Marty just spoke, spoke about, hey, we need to get back to the Bible as believers. We, we need to see the culture through the lens of Scripture. And so here's your opportunity. If you would like a free copy of the New King James Version Gift Bible with uh, Mark Finley Helps in the back, the awesome resource in the back of the Bible to further your understanding of, of Scripture, it's black black hardcover and it normally retails for nineteen ninety five. So, hey, this is a great opportunity to um, grab a Bible either for yourself or for a friend of yours that that you know is is searching, is on that path, looking for truth, looking for God. Hey, text the code here in this to the studio. So the code is SA one four one. You need to text SA code. Sorry, start that again. The code is SA one four one. And you need to text that code to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. That is the code SA one four one to our number zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. We'll get that book out to you as soon as possible. So we're going to some music. We'll be back in just a few moments. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A.
By Fernando Ortega. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQA, and uh, we're having a conversation about Halloween. Does Halloween have a biblical origin? With Will and Marty, we're here in the studio today, directly from our Faith FM studio here in South Australia. So, Marty, we've been kind of diving in about the origins of Halloween and just kind of, yeah, the basis of how it, it's come to be what it is today. Look, we've got a few minutes to go in our, our show today, but walk us through a little bit more of. Um, you know, you mentioned um, that high priest Satanists, it's kind of like a high day for um, for Satanists, uh, October 31. I was just saying to you, you know, in the break, hey, October 31 is, you know, the reason why we're doing this program because it's just around the corner um, this coming Tuesday, um, you know, in our part of the world. So, Marty, explain to us further. Um, sounds like we're getting a bit of a basis of the origin, but you talk to us a bit more about the origin, and I guess as we kind of... Ta- wrap up the show is um why do you think you know as believers we should um you know we should be mindful about this and um what does the bible say about counsel regarding things of this nature should we get involved in it and you know those types of um practical questions yeah well these are great questions and i'm I'm glad glad we've got the opportunity to talk about this because it, it is a real issue that's affecting so many people today yeah and um and i want to just highlight the fact that even the advocates of wicca that's those who practice witchcraft wow see october 31 as the time when the separation between the spiritual and physical realms is at its thinnest. In other words, they believe, according to the the network of practicing witches, they believe Halloween is the best time to try and interact with the supernatural realm. You know, and that's not the wow. good supernatural realm. That is the the demonic supernatural realm. Right. And um, and so. You know, the Bible clearly says in Ephesians five eleven, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Right. And that's really what we're attempting to do today, to show that this is not something that should be considered just as harmless fun, mm. but rather that we need to actually be aware of its uh, of its satanic origins. Right. Now, it's interesting if we go back to look at more of this. Uh, Can I just say something, Marty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you read Wicca, that's a collective noun for for witches. Yeah, that's that's Wicca. The advocates of Wicca. That's a network of practicing witches. You know, we know what's so crazy about what you just read. Like, I personally don't know any witches, and I'm not sure. I'm, I you don't know any as well. But but here's the crazy thing that you know um, to think that there are actually people who practice this stuff that could be living next door to you, living in your area. It kind of it kind of spooks me a bit to think that there are people who are deep into this stuff and and yeah. they, they exist. This is Absolutely. not something we're just making up out of thin air. Absolutely. There are real people who are part of these networks and they're looking at Halloween as their time to engage with the spiritual the spiritual darkness. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it, it is it is quite alarming when you yeah. think about it and you think that, you know, this is this is something that um is real, it is happening. 
Um, it's not just fantasy. It's not just make believe. This is this is real. Yeah. And um, you know, I mean, here in the West, I suppose we've become so you know we've become so clinical is the word that comes to mind. We we don't think you know as a general rule that this stuff kind of haunted houses and ghosts. We, lots of people think, oh, that's not even real. Yeah. <laughs> But in reality, um, you know, there's most cultures in the world recognize these things are actually real. And it's, and yeah. by us just dabbling with it, you know, I, I've talked to people who have dabbled with this kind of thing and things have happened that freaked them out. And they said, well, you know, they, they tried to run in the opposite direction. But the thing is, if you, Play on the devil's playground, so to yeah. speak. There's no guarantee that that you're going to get out, yeah. you know, without some kind of serious effect. And that's why I think it's important for us to recognise this, particularly for children and for and for young Correct. people, because that's really what this is now kind of targeting. Yeah, you know, it's interesting um, that. Uh, yeah, um, the rites and symbols of this holiday actually very clearly reveal that it does glorify Satan. I mean, the the average person can simply look around and you see, you know, pictures of ghosts, goblins, witches, skeletons, yeah. devil-faced pumpkins. You, you see that everywhere. Horror movies are promoted on television and in the theatres. Yeah. Bookstores give prominent attention to the books that deal with death and the occult. So, it's right in our face. Yeah. And I, I honestly think, Will, like, one of the things Jesus said, he said, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Correct. And then he says, you know, they'll be eating, drinking, marrying, and giving marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. So will the coming of the Son of Man be. And that, what that really tells me is that life is going to kind of go on as normal as we come to the end of time. But we... but. But humanity and the society in general will simply just become used to these kind of evils encroaching in on our lives, and we'll just get used to it, and we'll just tolerate it, and just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, I guess there's a saying, what one generation tolerates, the next embraces. Yeah. So, there's, it's not just now tolerating, it's actually embracing these things. Yep. And- I, I, that to me is the biggest danger that people yeah. kind of can just kind of see this kind of thing and, and just, it's just like it, we're just yeah. become desensitized yeah, to it. Yeah, absolutely. Like we should really, we should be quite, we should be quite upset mm. that there's skeletons and all these, you know, goblins and demon looking things. Yep. That should, that should actually cause us to, to be, Alarmed yep. by the fact that culture has become so accustomed to this that it just it just opens the door to it, yeah, and thinks that it's all right, you know, and and that's to me the issue. I think, yeah, Jesus said, "No one can serve two masters. Either he will love the he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other." Matthew six twenty four. We can't mix the two. Great. If you're a Christian, you really. Halloween really doesn't fit at all into yeah. Christianity. Yep. Um, it just doesn't. And by, you know, dabbling with it, I believe we're exposing ourselves to uh, to what the devil is trying to, to do. And, and I'm being quite frank and upfront yeah. because I think that's the only way to be with these types of topics. Correct. You know, s- since this, since Halloween has always been something that's played on people's fears. 
Back in the time when the Celts would practice it, demons, witches, and they believed that the demons, witches, and all the spirits of the, those who had died were roaming around freely. And so, most people were afraid to leave their homes at night. And those who had to, that's why they would wear grotesque masks and terrifying costumes, because they thought that if they looked horrible enough, the evil spirits would think that they were one of them and would do them no harm. That's crazy. And so, now, today, spooky decorations, horror movies, haunted houses, you know, these things... We think it's innocent, but it does make a very real impression upon us, especially children. Is there any wonder that so many young children have nightmares or are afraid to be alone in the dark? Yeah. You know, Satan delights in filling people's minds with thoughts of fear, death, and destruction because it's a tactic that he has used for centuries to actually try and get a foothold. But the Bible says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love Sorry, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I I just want to finish with one more text of Scripture, and that's Philippians 4, verse 8. And Philippians 4, verse 8 is like a, it's like a litmus test. It's like a filter that we should, all of our practices, we should run it by the test of Philippians 4, 8. Yes. And say, does this really match up with what the Word of God yeah. says? Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Yeah. You see, God knows that whatever we focus on is what we become like. Yeah. And when you focus on the on the grotesque, on the on the evil, on the um, satanic, you know, on on, on on demons and skeletons and goblins and the like, it has an impact on our characters. God's word calls us to focus on what is true, pure, noble, and lovely, and um, and you know, it's certainly my prayer that uh, our listeners today and and each of us will, in fact, put that into practice. Hey, Pastor Marty, thank you so much for sharing. Hey, um, we're only just scratching the surface of this topic. And so um, we want to appreciate your time in the studio today, uh, Marty. And um, I understand you may be in the studio again tomorrow because uh, tomorrow, um, yourself and Gary, just uh, heads up for our listeners out there, that you'll be looking at the question, are Christianity and Halloween compatible? And I think you've touched on a, a couple of those points today, but I know you'll... Um, expand that a bit further. And so, hey, please join in uh, tomorrow to listen to Gary, Marty, and the rest of our team as we unpack the theme, how compatible is Christianity with, with Halloween. And so our time's up to for today. Uh, we thank you for tuning in. And uh, until then, we want to leave you with the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he says in the Gospel of John, chapter 14 and verse 27, he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. May that be the promise that you carry with you today till the next time we meet again. May God bless you, and we hope to see you next time. Yeah.
Much tongue. I bet you to leave, but you. 